When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to a um, <laughs> new episode of Families. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey and Raycon. I am today, of course, with my mom, the Donark, Queen of the Butterflies, Donark, Donarchy. Do you accept that title? Sure. That's that was a great. Uh, that's a great title. I don't know who thought of it, but way to go, fans. And um, today I am a caterpillar, as I have not yet ascended to the level of butterfly. I got a lot of crap uh, for last week's <laughs> families, um, quite a lot of crap, for not letting my mom talk about her butterflies. And, you know, listen. I'm listening. I'm here for the TED Talk. <laughs> I'm here for the... Uh, the full Ted X, baby. <laughs> Give it to me. Six. I want it all. I want every butter. Uh, Mom, you prepared your. your I, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. I'm prepared. I got my notes. <laughs> so, what was your reaction to the to the um, the great butterfly drama of uh, 2021? All, all my warriors out there. It was really. It was very very sweet. It was very sweet, all the comments. Everyone was on my side saying, don't interrupt me. But I, I have to share something with, with, with your fans mm -hmm. that in our family, you have to duck and, and keep your head low with all the sarcasm that's flying overhead. It's just, that's, you know, we're just like that. And um, we're very tight family we we get together almost every weekend and uh it's all in fun so well mom i apologize to you <laughs> i feel like i was just where are you you know listen i messed up i was insensitive i was demeaning of your passions and frankly um well the con I gotta say the comments were really mean to me. I mean, maybe I deserved it. I don't know, but like the comments actually were hurting my feelings. I'm not gonna lie. Aww. But I mean, maybe I deserved it. I don't know. Here, let me read some comments. There was like a oh, hmm. hold on. There's a fan going, by the way, to inflate my caterpillar outfit. So here, let me take my face off. You are one juicy caterpillar. I wanted to hide from the camera, frankly. But here, uh, there's a fan going. Should we just turn it off? It, it keeps my my caterpillar inflated. Can we see the whole outfit first? Yeah, you want me to? You want to see the whole thing? Ooh! I got these really nice nipples here. <laughs> and um, orange feet. Kawaii. I don't know. 
But I'm going to transcend into a butterfly hopefully soon. You can tell, give me the cue when I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. But let's turn off the fan just because it's kind of loud. You guys get the idea here. Thank you, Ian. Ah, uh, there you are. So, let's see. Let Donna give one butterfly fact without interrupting or shut the fuck up. Whoa. Um, I'm surprised Ethan never got slaps from his parents the way he talks to them sometimes. Ooh. Uh, they don't seem to be phased by their asshole son's shitty attitude. Wow. Because they're just that sweet of people. That's, yeah, I mean, I felt really bad. I'm not, I can't lie. I, I can't lie. I felt really wow. bad. <laughs> the way all three children and Gary, oh, now dad's getting thrown under the bus. Oh my goodness. You, we ridiculed, mocked, and acted as though Donna and her passions for butterflies was inferior to them, was actually disgusting to watch. was so cringe to watch you all chime in with your rude, unimaginative, snide remarks and the failed attempt to scrape a laugh at the expense of another. How embarrassing for you. Wow. Donna brings more serious. energy and effort to this yeah. show than what the hosts have done for quite a while now. Show your moms and wife, that's for you, Dad, some respect. Don't ever come to our house for dinner if if you can't deal with that, because that just normal family dynamic for us talking over That's each right. other. That's right. Mom's always been sport. With each <laughs> if Ethan can shut his mouth, his mom can have finished her butterfly segment that she so passionately wants to share. The attention wasn't on him for five minutes. Is that a problem? Mm. Well, you know what? In looking back... I think maybe we should have just done my butterfly segment this week, which we're doing now anyway, oh, yeah. and just done the the family feud feuds. Well, to be to be uh, to to give myself some, if I can just say, say something, I was not expecting the butterfly. Uh, well, you told commission. me you told me to to report on my. You said I could report on my butterfly, so I did a whole, you know, essay. Enough for the family feud. Oh, well, I I misunderstood. Yeah. So when my mom came out with this six-page, like, uh, <laughs> MacArthur, or like a 9-11 commission on butterflies, <gasps> I was just a little, I was like, well, we have everybody here. Right. Everybody's come together to play this game. Right. So part of me wanted to keep it rolling. But at the other end... I think I'm ready to retire. I am the worst person alive, and I'm going to. Aww. I'm going to uh, stop. I'm done. I'm retiring. No, you're S not. Something else you got for me, obviously. So what's that? Well, yeah, being a horrible person. Oh, come on! What is this? The pity party? I know. Yeah, you can't stop. Mom is the victim. We're stop, sorry. Stop. Mom. Stop. Apology accepted. Yeah, you guys know how to make me feel like shit, well, though, some of y'all. We expected some <laughs> pro-butterfly comments and thought it would be mixed, and I would say there was no more than 90% of the replies <laughs> in defense of mom. So Yeah, 95% <laughs> of them were in, were about butterflies, and then the next episode we posted, which has nothing to do with butterflies, 90% were about butterflies. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, dude. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so... I'm the worst person alive. You're not the worst person. That's what they say about me. No, no, no. You're not. They say I'm fat. They say I'm not no. funny. They say I need attention. Gabby's worse than you still. Oh, Jesus, Dad. <laughs> Didn't need to take it there. 
All right, so um, my wings are full. So, uh, so anyway, let's do the butterfly. Let's do the let's butterfly do commission. Let's do it. So today, mom, you have my undivided attention. We are saving the monarchs. They must be saved. Well, at okay. all costs. This is what I was trying to say last week. Mm -hmm. Is that you know along the Rockies. Mm -hmm. On the east side, if you're east of the Rockies Mountains, then you go south to Mexico. Mm. And if you're west, which is us, you go to central or southern California. Mm -hmm. And the butterflies that are flying south to Mexico are in deep trouble because of what is going on <clears throat> at the Biosphere Reserve because of the Mexican cartel. What is the Biosphere Reserve? It is 139,000 acres of land hmm. that these butterflies fly to and they've flown to for centuries. Just lots of milkweed, natural occurring milkweed? <clears throat> no, no, no. They're, they're, um, there's ferns that are on the tip top of the mountains. And then the oak is, the, the pine oak trees are on the bottom. But don't they need to drink? Don't they need to eat milkweed? Well, when you're a caterpillar, you eat oh, milkweed. The butterflies. the butterflies don't eat milkweed. They Got just it. get nectar from flowers. Got it. And um, the last generation is the ones that that do the traveling to these to these places. And so I was trying to bring attention. I was trying to give a backstory of you know, why they go there and yada, yada, and how long they've been going there. Anyway. So how is the cartel endangering their habitat? Okay, well, you know, Calderon, when he was president of Mexico, mm -hmm. I think it was between 2006 and 2012, he waged a war on drugs. And what happened was at the time, there were like, I don't know, three, four, maybe more large cartel families and they you know pretty much were in control of all the illegal stuff that was going on and because of Calderon he busted up these large cartels and what happened was you suddenly got like shattered and you have a bunch of these little tiny cartels mm -hmm. and basically that's what's what's happened and they are causing all kinds of havoc so so the big cartels was better for the butterflies? No, but but now you've got you've got a bunch of little ones. But so how are they destroying the butterfly habitat? Okay, well, this is what's happening here. Um, basically, let me get my notes here. Well, you know, they are um, they're taking over the land in the in in the uh, in some of the preserves, which is illegal and it's not good for the butterflies. Obviously, so are they are they tearing down the natural habitat to grow? Some they're deep. Cash they're deep. They're deep. They're deforesting. Hmm. Are they the planting area. drugs? Or are they just no, no, no. Space? Avocados. The cartels planting avocados. Avocados. Avocados Wait. are the largest uh, uh, agricultural export to the United States. Wait, the cartel are growing avocados. Yep. They're growing avocados. They, they, the cartel are growing avocados? No, well, among other the things. the avocado growers is what happens. What? 
They extort the uh, large right. avocado. Oh, it's like a mafia thing where they take them down. It is. It is. They're they're extorting. Whoa! There's blood. Wait. Whoa! The avocado trade is dark money. It. Well, not How all of it. How do we make it. sure we're getting good avocados? Well, the thing is, in Mexico, most of the farmers are small farmers. Mm-hmm. It's not like Driscoll Farms, where it's a huge company. Shout out Driscoll. <laughs> good berries. Yes, they they've got Those strawberry. Those slap so hard. Yeah, the strawberries, the blueberries, a lot of them are grown in Mexico because our friend David uh, are Zach was... Are Zach berries? No. Okay. No. He it, had battles with them. Yeah, I mean, they he... try extorting money. They extort the producers, the transporters, the packers. So, but the cartel is clearing land illegally for people to grow avocados well, there? they've been taking over... Well, this is what happened. <clears throat> During the time when Calderon was, was president and yeah. he was trying... They had to diversify when all, when all these small cartels started to uh, evolve. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they diversified. Um, and what they did was they they started extorting their their uh, the producers, the trans the transporters, the packers, and then the owners, these small little farmers. Mm-hmm. And what because the government didn't step up and and help the producers, or the the farmers, you know, they needed help basically protecting their crops themselves mm. and their products. And so the cartel stopped, stepped in and said, okay, we'll protect you from the, you know, the bad guys. And uh, in turn, you will pay us some money. Mm-hmm. And what happened was they just became predators on these people. You know, you make a deal with the devil and that's, that's what happens. It doesn't sound like they had much of a choice. In the well, you know, they thought they didn't anyways. Uh, so basically that's what happened. And they they took lands away from these farmers and they became uh, informal owners. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really bad for uh, the butterflies. I mean, I think they're kind of, um, you know, they're kind of like the canary in the coal mine because mm-hmm. they're diminishing in their numbers and it's really... It's very sad, but we're okay on the west side of the Rockies. We are? Yeah. There's only a thousand left or something. No, no, no. I mean, between pesticides and climate change and, and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. We're in trouble also. Mm. Did you, I'm not sorry, not cartels. Didn't you read something about some butterfly activists being killed <laughs> yes. by the cartels? Yes. The cartel. What? Yeah. Yeah. The Dude, car- there needs to be a butterfly documentary. Avocados. Warlords and butterflies. Yeah, actually, there's a guy by the name. I would of, watch that. There's a guy by the name of Eduardo Moncada. He's a professor, a professor at Barnard College, and he's writing a book about the extortion that's going on in Mexico. Wow. So if you're interested in really, so who's this butterfly activist it, that was killed? You know what? They didn't say, but he was up there in the mountains. You know where the fur are, and they were probably trying to harvest. And steal the land, and he's an activist, so he got in their way, and they they flip and killed them. So there mm. four people. It was, I think. Well, there was a, there's only two that I know of that they're investigating. Um, yeah, Mexican government's right on it. Yeah, so the go- what, I mean, so the government what? is the government is so corrupt. There's a word. There's a euphemism that Mexican people use, and it's it's a word. It's they say mordida. And that means bite. So you know when you when you're bribed or whatever, they refer to it as a mordida. Little little bite, technically. Right. So what are we going to do about the cartel? I mean, is this? Do we need to invade? Do we need to? Uh, 
No, you just need a president that's going to stand you need up. A, you need a Mexican president who cares about the butterflies or just... You know, it seems like a big problem. I mean, well, and then you got the avocados, you got the cartel. It's complex. It's very complex because the majority of the farmers in Mexico are, you know, all the 80 percent that we import comes mm -hmm. from Mexico. How do we make sure we, we're getting non-cartel avocados? You California, know, it's such a blurred avocados. line. Right. Santa Paula. Yeah, California puts out avocados, but sometimes it's not in season. Wow. And that's why we go to Mexico. And the lines are so blurred because there's so many small little farmers. Right. You know, it's really it's really a tough thing to uh, to deal with. So, you know. So in short, their habitat is being mowed over and lots of avocados are being planted. Yeah. But their, their preserve is supposed to be protected by law, but it's not being honored, obviously, by criminals. That's true. That is absolutely true. They don't, uh -huh. they don't, uh, they're supposed to protect it, but they're not. Just like they didn't protect the farmers with the avocado. Do, do butterflies have an important role in the ecosystem? Like honeybees, for example, they say, you know, if the honeybees go, it's going to be catastrophic because bee, honeybees pollinate so many well, plants. Well, the, the butterflies also pollinate. They do that same function. Yeah, yeah, they do. And they're just beautiful creatures, you know, so... I just think it's a it's a wake up call for everyone who needs to know that there's animals that are becoming extinct. There's insects that are becoming extinct. And it's a whole domino effect because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, one thing affects another affects another. I mean, there's there's plenty of of insects that eat butterflies. Oh, we don't like them. Well, that's who does true. that. Who, who's oh my God! Uh, there's uh, tachnid flies that are horrible. So should we wage a genocide on these critters? That no, no wasps. We just want to do the best. Wasps. Are, wasps are I think notorious. we can kill wasps. Nobody cares about wasps. No, you can't. Oh. You can't do that. Anyway, on a good note, if you could push a button and kill every wasp in the world, would you? No, of course oh, not. Okay. That's like saying, would you kill a shark? Why would you kill a shark? Well, you know, they don't eat butterflies, do they? <laughs> <laughs> What if yeah. we could arm the butterflies somehow? Can we arm the butterflies with with the? Well, you know, they eat the milkweed, which, which is mm -hmm. kind of poisonous, so a lot of insects won't eat them. But there, you know, every everything has a natural enemy. Hmm. So that's the deal with the monarchs. They have uh, they they do that. I was wrong. That was really interesting. Right. I was deadly wrong. I was. I was fascinated the whole time. <laughs> I bow to you, Donark, and I applaud you coming in and sharing that in the face of such disrespect and adverse adversity. You know, on another note, talking about butterflies, Dan, I sent you a picture of a butterfly in my hand. Sometimes this happens. For those of you who are trying to raise butterflies. Oh, is this the videos? You, you, you're going to put those on screen or do you need me to? Oh, hold on, hold on, mom. Okay. Let me open this. Is this the one, mom? This is the one. Okay. And if you notice, hit the this. But I've had three, and that were born. And what happens is, hold on, their wings are crooked. Hold on, you sent a screenshot of a paused video. Is that right? No, uh, you can hit play on this. Oh, it's a video. It's a video. Yes. I was like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's 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 tragic. Yeah, it's basically what what happens when a butterfly emerges from its its chrysalis mm -hmm. it hangs upside down and their bulbous bottom is filled with fluid 
and it pumps into the wings and the wings have a network of veins and the blood in the network will straighten out the wings. And when they're dry, that's why they're hanging upside down initially, this then they, so can, they can fly away once their wings are dry. It takes a few hours. But sometimes what happens is they have a parasite. It's a oh, protocol no. parasite. Is and there anything to do about this? Well, you know, it's really tricky because it's it's very contagious. Oh, shit. And and what what you can do, you know, when you get uh milkweed from from the nurseries, sometimes this stuff is on there and the only way to get rid of it is uh you take 10% bleach and 90% water and you could submerge the uh the plant. The whole plant? The whole plant wow. in well, it just for a few seconds and then you, you about have to rinse it up really guy. good. There's really not much to be done. You know, what actually what you can do is because sometimes uh, very what looks like a very healthy butterfly, mm -hmm. they have this parasite. And so when they go and lay their eggs, they've already infected their soon to be babies. Mm -hmm. And and the way that's I mean, hardcore butterfly people, you take a piece of scotch tape and you place it on their abdomen if you're holding their wings once mm. they've been born. And when you pull off the tape, if you look underneath a, a microscope, along with some of their, their uh, um, I guess it looks like scales, you can see the parasite. It almost looks like rust. They're little tiny spots, so, and they're sort of reddish. But what happened to this guy? Well, he has the parasite, so when he was born, he was not able to straighten out his wings. And I actually have him outside and I stuck on a piece of wood uh, a uh, watermelon mm. cut. And so his proboscis, which is like their little tongue, yeah. can unroll and th that way he can get nourishment. Usually these guys so, die after two days, but my guy's still alive. So he's just chilling in the backyard with some watermelon. Right, I have you're him... Give, you're giving him a peaceful... Uh, yeah. Ending. Yeah, pretty much. I have yeah. him hidden underneath the ferns and he's um, he's still chilling there. He's chilling and he's got food. So wow. it's it's the third Does day. He he's water? still alive. Well, the water comes from the watermelon. They don't they don't drink water. Not really. They get it from the yeah, from the nectar. Does he have a name? No, I think he's just your little guy. He's just my little guy. This is how I felt after reading the comments. Oh, <laughs> So, oh, and another thing also, we were, someone was, wrote me about uh, aphids. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, if you look underneath the leaf of a lot of the plants, you can see clusters of aphids. They're yellow and they're really a pain in the ass. But the good side is that if you see aphids on a plant, there's no pesticides because if there were, the aphids wouldn't be able to survive either. The so good news, right. bad news. No, the aphids. You want aphids? No, you don't. But when you're picking out a plant and you see aphids on there, that's good. I mean, it's, it's well, it's not really good, but it's not bad because right. you mean you can see that there's no pesticides on right. it. Right, I got you. And to get rid of the aphids, you just take a little bit of water, and you know, you can just use your fingers. They just slide right off. Just, just, it's not a secret. You just yank them off. Yeah, you can actually pick them off and squish them. Like death to um, aphids. <laughs> death to all aphids. Yeah, well, you know, aphids are terrible. They get on a lot of fruit and a lot of other vegetation. Well, do you think that now that we've kind of been through this, can I ascend to a butterfly? I think so. 
I think you can ascend. I think you've earned your wings. Okay. Thank you very much because this thing is getting pretty hot and uncomfortable. Yes. All right. Yay! May I enter the Donarchy? You are a official Donarchy. May I be a butterfly <laughs> babe? You are a butterfly. Look at the size of these wings. Hubba hubba. No, do I? No parasites in these wings. No. I'm going straight to Mexico. This is pretty cool. That, you I'm, know, that I'm, I'm declaring war on the cartels here and today. <laughs> Be careful. Those guys are serious. You know, I had a girlfriend who was chased by the cartel on horseback ride when she, on horseback when I lived in Mexico. Why'd they chase her on horseback? She, you know, when I lived in Mexico, I used to go over to her stables and I used to ride. Mm -hmm. She was just up in the hills riding. This is when they thought they, she was spying or something. Well, I, she was just riding, and you know they had marijuana growing up there. So yeah, they they chased her with a gun, and oh, she just okay, like all right, woo, nice, yeah. Well, now that we've talked about butterflies, uh, the attention is going to turn to my dad. Uh, um, dad, um. <laughs> yeah, we've talked quite a bit about your antics involving beach balls, uh, stabbing beach balls, namely at Dodger games. And so, um, can you, so we've, we've, uh, we've devised a, a test for you, a competition. If you could see behind my dad, there's a pile of beach balls and show them the, uh, pocket knife, if you would, please. We've got my dad a pocket knife oh my and a gosh. pile of beach balls. We're going to we're going to see how many beach balls he can deflate in a short period of time. We're going to emulate you, the the ball game. You get to put him on a clock? We're going to put him on a clock. We're going to we're going to play people booing at him. Um it's, <laughs> it's going to be like the real thing. Dad, how's that pocket how's that knife? It's authentic, just a newer, sharper version of of the original. Is that the one you used to to uh, attack the previous beach balls? Well, not this exact one. I've uh, you had the foresight to go buy me a new one. But but the I'm same assuming model. it's for me, and if not, I'm taking it anyway. Sorry, Dan. Because <laughs> um, this one even has a scissors, but that's not the right thing to use for attacking beach balls. So this is the same model, though. Yeah. The, Equinox, the official Swiss Army. Wow. Okay. So this is pretty exciting. So here's what uh -oh. here. Let's do this, Ian. If you could please just toss him a tester ball, and let's kind of just pretend like here comes a beach ball. Dan, if you could cue the um, do you have like the booze queued up? Yeah, but uh, at first I have the, just the stadium sound effect here. So let's so get, let me, so get, let's the, get wall the audience of... going, please. Hold on. Can I stand up? How are we? No, just well, right Well, you there. were sitting down when we were I think he at stood the up to I grab the ball. Up. Did you? Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe step back a little bit so you're on camera. So let's just pretend you're watching the game. Get the sound effects going. It's gone. Okay. Can I hear it? I like the ambience. Brings back trauma. Brings back the trauma. <laughs> okay. So my dad is watching the game. Everyone's having fun. Here comes a beach ball. Oh! Whoa! So is that really? Would you, would you grab it or just kind of stab he it on well, on entry? <laughs> show the I ball. Show the ball. Switch to a bigger blade because uh, did but, not cause enough damage. Well, it, it'll deflate. I yeah, mean, that's the deflate. end of the game. You had a small knife. You didn't have a big one. You hear that? They're booing you. They're booing the whole family. Yeah, bring it. 
people don't know anything about baseball. So, so, so when you get a ball, um, you kind of just stab it while it's in the air, or do you try to grab it? I don't think I actually ever stabbed one. Oh, stop I, it. No. I, you literally just said, this is the swift army knife I used. Right, to try to kill beach balls, but I don't think... Oh, I stopped I was him. Never I stopped him when I saw him pull out the knife. Yeah, it was just, that was enough to cause panic in the, <laughs> in the adjoining areas. Okay, so I guess you're going to get to live out your fantasy here today. So what I want to do here, yeah, let's try again, Ian. Let's do one more test, and then we actually have to go to break, and then we should do the real... Uh, the contest. The contest right after the break. Now, do we that, have paramedics standing by or anything? Because this is yeah, just, a recipe just, for disaster Just here. be careful, obviously. Yeah, don't don't, uh, don't hurt ima Ian. Imagine stabbing wildly in a stadium full of people packed together. Well, I wouldn't be stabbing wildly there. It would be sure, under of course control. Not. Oh, you were stabbing wildly when the ball was coming towards you. Give him a oh. big one, Ian. Like Let's a, call a realistic Jessica. One. So go ahead she with the sound there. effects, please, Dan. Let's get the uh, ambience going. Okay, the beach ball's coming. So you're, at this point, you're focused on the beach ball because it's near, you're ready to attack. Here it comes. Go ahead, Ian. Oh, so you didn't even penetrate. Well, maybe... Did it? Oh, he Game got over. it. Yep, he did it. Game over. Unprotected penetration. Go ahead and show it deflating. <laughs> oh, God, Gary. Yeah, so, so, so that's game over. Don't stab yourself. I clearly remember you grabbing them and handing them to the usher and deflating them. That definitely happened. Could be hysterical amnesia on your oh part. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. That one's dead. So how does it feel? Good. 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 Okay. <laughs> so when we come back from the break, we're going to line up the beach balls and see how many my dad can take down for a cash prize. You know oh. eighteen dollar beers I'm saving people from getting knocked out of their hands. Okay, there you go. All right, we'll be right back. Mom, do you know what these are? Yes, I I your brother bought them for me. I've tried other products and they keep on falling out of my ears, but these stay these in are the really well. Bluetooth wireless headphones. Yeah, they're and great. They? They're it's great. Mm. Uh, it's like changed my life. These fit. They feel great. The audio is fantastic. Sometimes you just got to pop these in and drown the world out. Yeah. Like a butterfly. <laughs> Sometimes you need to hear that upbeat music pump up before you see people or stay calm with a guided meditation, you know. But Raycon, whatever you're listening to, is the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. Not like some other brands. They don't stick out of your ears. That's true. That's so true. Like, a lot of them have like these little dingle dongles and they get very heavy, but these they, fit so good. Yeah, they, they do. They fit right. really well. Uh, listen, Raycons also have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to whatever you want, when you want, for a really freaking long time, dude. Uh, they also start at half the price of other premium audio brands, so, you know, and they really just sound as good to me. I honestly can't hear the difference. Uh, Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. You really can't lose. It's a win-win. Give them a try. See what you think. And if you don't absolutely love them within the 45-day period, you know, send them back. It's a great proposition. Uh, create your yeah. own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, uh, with the code FAMILIES, listeners can get a 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash families. That's buyraycon.com slash families to save 15% on Raycons. 
Good deal. Buyraycon.com slash families. Honey, 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 honey. We love honey. Yes, we do. Thank you for supporting our show, honey. Here's what honey is. Uh, we all shop online. Well, honey saves us the maximum amount of money possible. Listen, we've all been to the checkout page and that coupon field just taunts us because, you know, you know, there's a bomb ass coupon out there that's going to save you a bunch of money. But like, are you really put it willing to put in the effort to try to find that coupon to sift through emails or websites? Right. It's like work. honey does that for you. It automatically scours the Internet and inputs the best coupon code that's going to save you the most money automatically at checkout. It's a free shopping tool. Boom. It's a uh, it's a a browsing uh, extension that you can install in just two clicks. Um, they support over 30,000 stores online that range from tech, gaming products, popular fashion brands, and even food delivery. What the heck? You know, imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite websites. For me, my website, I mean, I like, I like, um, electronics, let's say, uh, you know, Newegg, love Newegg. I'm shopping for computer parts. Let's say I'm getting a, a new video card. Put that in the checkout. And those things are expensive, like 1500 bucks. All of a sudden, it pops up. You just saved $100. That's great. Apply coupon. It's so simple. It's free money. And, you know, that happens all the time. Ela's shopping for clothing all the time, like Levi's. She buys, I remember recently she bought some shoes and jeans from Levi's, saved like 100 bucks. You know, oh, that's you, don't even, you don't even expect it. You don't even think about it. Uh, when you check out, the Honey button drops down. All you have to do is click, apply coupon, wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the price drop. Bada boom. You know, Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Wow, that's a lot. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Thank you very much. I wouldn't recommend Honey unless I used it personally. And me and Ela love using Honey. Go to uh, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash families. <laughs> That's joinhoney.com slash families. Yeah. We are back from break, and the big beach ball stabbing competition is on. My dad is warming up his stabbing <laughs> hand. There's a lot on the line here today. $25 per beach ball. We have 33 beach balls for a total potential winnings of $825. Wow. How you feeling, Dad? You feeling ready? How's your you your you've got a new shoulder there? Shoulder's good. The arm is uh, almost Better than new. Wow. So we're getting there. Okay. So how are you feeling? You feeling lucky? You thinking how much are you thinking you're gonna be getting today here? Feeling very stabby. Okay. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Five at least. I'd like five to at least. So I can take mom out to a nice dinner. Okay. Here we go again. I know. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's all right. All right. So let's all get in place and let's get ready to put the time on the clock. You're gonna have one minute, okay? Can we make it feel like a real ballpark? With Take me out to the ball. Things oh. being thrown. And yes, we have that planned, as you know. Okay. All right. So we have one minute on clock. Gary, are you ready? I don't know, one minute doesn't seem like much time. That's what you get. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Ready, set, go. 
Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. That's it. That's time. Okay, right. my dad, a little sketchy there, a little opportunistic, going for the balls on the ground. Interesting. But they had been thrown. Absolutely. Talking to no Mike. Throwable. So those had been thrown at me, so those were fair game. Yeah, I think technically you're probably right. We didn't outline the rules on that. These are not for Okay, so we're going to go do a final count and see how many balls my dad got. And he did a lot of damage at the end after the clock expired. Or not after the clock expired. No, but there was like, you did like 10 balls on the floor there real fast. Maybe three or four. But again, they were thrown at. You're right. There were you're no right. other balls. Absolutely. No okay. rules were laid down. Nope. Let's no ushers came to throw me out. No. Nope. They thanked me, actually. Oh, of course they Michelle, did. thank you. Okay. you. Re I love you remember her name after all these decades. The same as my sister. Okay. No, that was the young lady that emailed me. Not, oh, okay. not the actual right, usher from Dodger Stadium. <laughs> right. Okay, let's do a count. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're back. All right, let's count the balls, Dad. All right, let's do Here it. Here we go. I want to know what you think you got. One. 24, 25, two, two three, three, four, four, five, five, that's better, six, six seven, seven, eight, nine. Make sure he's only pulling out one at a time ten, there, Donna. Eleven. Wow. Whoa. Twelve. Oh, my goodness. Thirteen. This man's a beast. Fourteen. What? 18, 19, 20, and then there's one more here on the floor, which makes 21. 21. Wow. 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 The man knows how to ruin a ball game, folks. King of stabbing. <laughs> Thank you very oh, much. What is that? That's uh, $25 a piece, Woo! right? Yeah. So it's $525. Oh, my. Thank you. Oh, baby. Wow. Sweetheart. That'll pay for Thanks, babe. Pay that for was some great. Tickets. Oh, Tom Lord. Did not have to remember a phrase either that time. So. Hey, I did okay with yeah. those phrases. I, especially with On God. A, and Do you want to save this uh, as a, for a souvenir or? I'm going to make a collage out of it. Okay, sure. So we'll, put, we'll set these aside for you. <laughs> so congratulations, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want to spill your water. Let me just get these off the table. Okay. Fantastic. Wow. wow. Thank you. Exciting time. <laughs> Look at the mess on the floor. Is this going to be a weekly thing? Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to do advice, Mom? Oh, sure. All right. We got some pretty good ones here today, actually. Uh, let's start from the top here. Ugh, ugh. Please help me. Hi, Ethan and Donna. 
I've been with my boyfriend for four years now and living with him for years as well. At our last place, we had two bedrooms, one for his office video game room and one for us to share. He spent 90% of his time in there, always keeping the door locked, and I had to knock before coming in. Now we're moved into a new place and have the same setup, but his room doesn't have a lock. He recently asked me if I can still knock, and today I noticed that he put stuff in front of the door so it would be harder for me to open. He barricaded the door? He said it was a warning to himself. He said it was a warning to himself that I'm there and he feels vulnerable when I just come in. I'm really weirded out by it and not sure what to think. I keep thinking about how if we have kids someday, I don't want them to have their dad spend so much time in his bedroom behind a locked door. What do you guys think? Sincerely anonymous, worried and confused. I mean, he's jerking off. You think that's all for she says he spends most of his time behind that door. How much jerking off can he do? Well, I don't know. Whatever he's doing, I think when you meet someone and have the potential for a relationship, you want someone as close to normal as possible and talk talk about a red flag. I mean, what more could this guy be doing to say, there's something wrong with me? Because that is not normal behavior by any means. So they've been together for four years. You want to take a stab at him? Yeah. They've been together for four years. They've been living together for years. And um, I think it's very strange that he locks the door. It seems to me like something nefarious is going on. I mean, he could be a Jesus. He could be he could, could be, be radical radicalized by Al Qaeda. We're gonna have to bleed. Oh my God, he's rat. Oh I my mean, God, who yeah. knows no. what's going on? He could be radicalized. I mean, That's did true. she ever ask him? Well, can we bleed why? some of that stuff, Dan? Thank you. <laughs> child, the child, the CP thing is a little rough with the. Okay, but we'll we'll take care of it. Okay. Also, a kaida too. Maybe. I'll just say. I'll just say. Oh. We'll fix it. Yeah. yeah, we'll take care of it. All right. But they're great. Those are great guesses. I mean. Are Are we still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I I just think that she should ask him why it's necessary to lock the door if he's just playing games. Right. I mean, it's not like he's taping something and it's a sound uh, stage. Well, even then you wouldn't have to lock the door. I just think that it seems very yeah, I, sketchy. Very antisocial behavior. And um, He's got something to hide. I, I joke, yeah, that's, that's the bottom line, right? I mean, I joke about masturbating, but listen, if you're in your room playing video games all day, you lock it when you jerk off and then you unlock it. But how well do you know he's this jerking man? jerking off to... Video games? What kind of video games is he watching? Not what he said. I don't think necessarily at the same time, although oh. no hate for that. Because some of those <laughs> video game characters are pretty buxom. Okay. You've seen. Um, but but probably not that. Yeah, that means big tittied, right? Thank you. Well, my advice, we need a button. We need one of those buttons to. What does the button do? Dump him. Oh, yeah. We totally need a dump him button. Dump him. Dump him. I'm sorry. Very odd. So here's the thing. Obviously, you guys have been together a long time, so I don't know how much you've talked to him about this issue. How much have you expressed your discomfort with this issue? Have you, you know, uh, how much do you know about what goes on in that bedroom? 
Apparently, she doesn't know anything. And why do you want to be with a partner who's so uh, antisocial that he's spending 90% of his time in his bedroom? He doesn't want to be with, spend time with you. I find that odd. But the truth is, he's definitely hiding something. If he's in there and he's that guarded with the lock, there's something he definitely doesn't want you to know about. And that's the that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So I would try to talk to him. Obviously, you guys have been in a relationship for a long time. I don't know if I'm ready to dump him, but have a conversation and then and then dump, dump him. him. I because nothing good's gonna come out of that conversation, probably. It just seems weird that he actually barricaded the door. That's just going above and beyond. Yeah, there's something insane. you have to be really afraid to barricade the door. You know, that's just so bizarre. You think he got radicalized, huh? Homegrown. I, I, I mean, who knows what he's doing in there? It's just really strange. He's doing something either illegal or something he's very ashamed of. Or I mean, but he's behind illegal. there all day long. Yeah, my guess is he's probably playing a good, a fair amount of video games. Which is really the only way to sit and blow that much time in one place. But there's also something sketchy going on there. Yeah. I think maybe she's still in the relationship because it's comfortable for her. And she's been there. And even as strange as it is, it, it feels natural. But I, she needs to get out of her comfort zone and well, she go said she's for in someone love with else. Him, yeah. Didn't That's my opinion. Did you say well, yeah, no, they've been together for a while. You know, what kind of guy is he? Is he like yeah. a neurotic kind of dude? Well, Does he have a job? I mean, what? Yeah, like, really. He's yeah, there we're going to have to say dump him on this one. Sorry. Yeah, I, Let's just him. get rid of him. Dump him. Sorry. Don't care about, any, don't care about anything. Find you, a man that, find you a man that wants to spend time with you. Yeah, Mr. Abby Normal. Mr. Who? Abby Normal. That's, that was Abby from Normal. that was from Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. What? Young Frankenstein is a reference. Uh, Boomer ass shit. If I ever heard it. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Abby Normal. Did he was you get that he reference? was told to get a brain for the There's for the monster wrong with the movie. But I'm just saying, pulling out Abby Normal seems a little bit left field. He was supposed to get a, a brain for the monster and a normal brain. A normal brain, and so he saw um, a glass jar, and there were a bunch of brains in all the glass jars, and one of them said Abby Normal abnormal and he oh, said oh, abnormal oh, abnormal <laughs> abnormal that's a hell of so, a joke yeah you watch the movie it's a great movie one it of is the a great, funny i've seen movie. the movie one of Just, the great comedies of all time guys i've seen mel brooks movie <laughs> blazing saddles Dan, have you ever you heard of get that the abby normal reference of course i love uh young frankenstein great you movie got, uh, you got the abby normal reference. i yeah. i have seen young frankenstein it a lot said, it said it said on the times. on the glass abnormal and he got, okay how about put the candle back no, don't get that one either. So are we dumping him, though? Are we, we're, we're saying oh, goodbye? I, no question. We've moved on. Bye. He's dumped. Bye. Bye. Dan, do you have any insight? As we're all kind of aligned on this. Um, I, I agree that it sounds very strange, especially the barricading detail. Um, very nefarious. I mean, maybe give him one chance to, in the confrontation to explain himself or something. But if he if he doesn't have a satisfactory explanation for all that, I think him. got to go. It's definitely CP. Terrorism. <laughs> yep. Something. something nah, right. So anyway, yeah. Get your get yourself a man that wants to actually spend time with you. Anyway, I mean, how how much are you going to feel loved and appreciated and validated by a man that's just would rather be locked in his room than even spend time with you? Next. That's true. Unfortunately, my uh, funny. Unfortunately, unfort. Okay, here we go. Unfortunate but funny story about my anus. 
Hello, H3 crew. Recently, my husband and I have been experimenting with bigger toys like Donna mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you have kids? I suppose we went too far one night and I felt a strange sensation and my anus had prolapsed. I panicked, uh, but, but eventually it went back to its natural position. It's been a few weeks now, but I still get anxiety every time I need to push to poop. Do you have any advice to help with this anxiety? Well, let me just say, if you continue with the large toy, you know... You can have trouble with uh, your bowel, your bowels hold being able to control. You're not talking control. about experience, are you? No. Okay, just making sure. I mean, no. I don't need that shit. I mean, I your it. large intestines can, can come out. <laughs> That's what she said. She said her she prolapsed. She could. I mean, if it gets really bad, you need surgery. You know, if she's into this kind of sex, just get a smaller toy. But she likes the big toy. That's what she's into. Did she say she liked the big Yeah, toy? she's a size queen. She said, well, she said, me and my husband are experimenting with bigger toys, but we went too far one night and I felt a strange sensation. It turns out my anus prolapsed. I panicked and went nas- back to its natural position. But Oh, no, so so she's scared when she poops and she's wondering. Yeah, because you you don't have control if you, if it prolapses. You then... think the damage is done, I wonder? No, I'm sure the body will go mm. back to, to normal, but she if she continues doing it on a regular basis, so she'll need we surgery. we need to size down, clearly. Definitely size yeah, we need down. to size down. <laughs> like toothpick. <laughs> she might want to reach out to someone more experienced with things like this, like Team Skeet, for example. Oh, Dad. <laughs> Team Skeet, are they offering uh, oh, boy, sexual was... wellness advice? The, those people seem to be Better verse. Yeah, did you ever get any follow-up from Team Skeet for when you wore their merch? I did. Okay. Well. Just, uh, you know, they wanted to, and, and what ahead. I just did was just a joke. No, they wanted to, you know, do something else, but I just wasn't comfortable. Because you have a, a fan base of really mixed and younger people. Yeah. I, I'm not so they wanted to do a Team Skeet sponsorship for you? Yeah. Some, yeah. Well, not Whoa. for me. No, for the podcast. Oh, you didn't pass that opportunity to me? Team Skeet wants to sponsor the podcast? Let's get that cheddar. Dan's saying no. <laughs> Did they mention any prices? No. They wouldn't even let us do Adam and Eve on YouTube. We're not doing Team Skeet. Yeah, While we're talking about it now, all they have to do is pay me. What if we changed it <laughs> to like Team Skate? Team Skate. And then they would know... <laughs> Wink, wink, nudge, I mean, nudge. Oh, we're, we're talking about teams. I'd love to see their copy. I'm just curious. I'll, I'll forward it yeah. to you. Yeah, we could get it. We can get some of that guac. No guac. We can get some of that. Not skeet. no guac from Mexico. Skeet some of that cash over here. You know what I'm saying? Well, like they, they wanted me to retweet the tweet they sent me about, you know, promoting them and oh, send it out. And I wasn't comfortable so funny, doing though. that either. I feel like it's funny that we can do it because now you're actually working with this with this team skeet well, character. Working, working with is a, that's a bit a bit much. We probably sent them a lot of traffic. You know, the least we could do is collect. <laughs> All right, we'll reach out. It's so awesome. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny that my dad is is uh no. is uh, li- yep. liaisoning with team skeet. <laughs> Thanks to your mother, Brian. Uh, my son-in-law ended up with with uh, most of the merch. Yeah, though. he doesn't wear that, does he? Of course I don't he know. does. Uh, Brian... he, he's a school teacher. Yeah, let's so. not wear that. What to school? would be well, better to wear? On his off to school? Let's let's not wear that to school. No, that would be bad. 
Yeah, I'm right. Skeet some of that money over here. All right. So go ahead and retweet that out. No. No. I mean, Absolutely not. Okay. I'm not retweeting Steve Skeet. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> All right. So anyway, back to the anus, uh, the, the size queen. We're saying size down. She's saying, well, help with anxiety. I don't know. Meditation, you know. Take well, those, she's uh, she's anxious because breathing. she's afraid. And if you're afraid, don't do it. Address the fear. Size down. If you're in a size state down. where cannabis is legal, that Blade, might help. A little bit, 420. CBD. <laughs> can, I, can I interject with a little advice? Sure. Uh, if you have anxiety because you had a prolapsed anus, you may want to consult with a medical professional rather than um, some podcast hosts because that, like a as Vana indicated, that could actually be yeah, she might a, be fairly serious. A and, proctologist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That may reduce your anxiety as well. If, if a doctor were to tell you it's all good rather than She can some go to her gynecologist. And... There you go. You think a gynecologist is qualified to, to assess a prolapsed anus? Yeah. Absolutely. The, the, the gyno would be like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> how did you do that? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It was how big? <laughs> <laughs> Probably see it a lot, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, listen, well, based on, if you it just if you go over to, like, the P-Hub, I mean, it seems like women are, people, not just women, just everyone's walking around with prolapsed anuses, if you ask them over there. <laughs> It's just common. It's like a it's like a third pocket. You could store change in it and everything. <laughs> it's just an accessory at this point. I wonder you what know. the emergency room doctors see. They must see all oh, kinds yeah. of crazy stuff. There. They all have stories. Oh yeah. I'll yeah, I've heard people started accessorizing their prolapsed anuses. It's so common. They put like little ribbons on it and stuff. Lipstick. Can I, I actually can I tell you? I have a friend who's a nurse, and she shared with me that there is a very large WhatsApp group with hundreds of nurses in it. Oh, really? And I, I probably some shouldn't be sharing this, but well, I, I will I will not share any further details yeah, about who this illegal, is. Yeah, actually, but I'm interested. And <laughs> nurses oftentimes, it, it's specifically sharing images of x-rays of people that have gotten things stuck up their butt. It oh, is, really? It is so incredibly common that there is a nationwide group chat of nurses that that share and that's uh, what we call unionizing people (laughs) (laughs) would we find a hamster there perhaps everybody Uh, just accidentally sits on something right a light bulb yeah i I fell on this 50 inch dildo (laughs) are you flying away i'm just stretching my wings he's liking those wings i I think All right, so next one. I Oh, this one is super wild, dude. Really? In love with my OBGYN. <coughs> Can someone tell me what OBGYN means? Obstetrics and gynecology. What is obstetrics? Uh, like Having a, delivering children. a baby. Oh, okay. What obstetrician. Is obstetrician. Right. Oh, okay, great. What's What about the GYN? Gynecology, yeah, the gynecology. female. Doctor. Oh, so they're like they're super gynecologists, right? They're right. OB, they, which is the birthing, right? And the GYN, right? They take care of women's right. sexual. I think that's pretty common, right? And, to be both. and the birthing of children. OBGYNs, we love that. Yeah. Okay, so she is in love with her OBGYN. That's pretty intense. I recently moved states for my husband's new position. Before I did, I was seeing the same gyno for almost three years and delivered both of my sons with him. 
He's an amazing doctor and an all-around fantastic person. He was always super nice to me and would joke with me throughout my appointments. I ended up falling for him. At this point, even months after I've moved, I keep thinking about him and I've convinced myself there's a tiny chance he might feel the same way. I want to anonymously send a letter to him. And if he feels the same way, he'll know who I am. Do I jump in? and send the letter or just try to move on with my life. This reminds me a lot of the, you know, the there was a guy who fell in love with his therapist. It, that's exactly and what I was thinking. The same thing. The exact same thing. People fall in love with their doctors, their therapists. This is a bad, it, bad it's situation. Just, you can't lady. go there. I mean, listen, you saying he's nice and jokey with you is not is not mean his his to making a pass on you. I mean, you say this man delivered two of your children for Christ's sake, and think of your husband for God's for God's sake as well. I mean, if you have first of all, forget about the O G B Y N. You okay, Dad? You slammed your ring so hard you scared yourself. The rings. <laughs> uh, forget about the O B G Y N. Your your wandering eyes. You're you're considering other partners. Why would you do that to your husband? First of all, if you're in this state of mind where you're even considering uh, uh, other men in a relationship, I think it's time for you to assess your current relationship and deal with that first. You know, you got two kids. You got a husband who just moved for a new position. There's a lot going on with your life. You got to take care of the most important people in your life right now before you decide it's time to move on. Then you got the issue of the OBGYN, which is just that this this if let me put it this way. If he was interested in you, by definition, he is a bad person right. and a bad partner. Right. In your wildest fantasy of this guy, uh, uh sharing, uh, reciprocating his feelings for you by the very definition of that huge conflict of interest and violation of his oath as a doctor, he is disqualifying himself as being a good partner. So there is no chance for this to happen. It's bad in every way. You know, I've had two experiences with two different gynecologists that were, I left, I no longer was a patient. Well, one of them was uh, an older man, and you know the the ga- the capes that they give you with it's like it's made of paper and then it's, mm-hmm. it's open in the back. Yeah. And he walked in, and I was sitting there, and he told me he wanted that back. What? You know, like a disposable gown. Yeah, he was saying, "I want that back." Ew! What a freak! I know. Like right he wanted now? to see me. He was kidding. He was oh. he was oh. kidding about he it. Was like asking uh, to take it off. Yeah, he was joking. Like, oh. I, you know, that is so, so that kind of freaked me out. I never went back to him. And then there was this other time when I don't trust. I don't. I, I'm sure there's. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I was just going to say it's male male gynos are like you. I know that's kind of creepy. One time I went to a gynecologist. I won't say that his name. It's really funny though. And uh, pussy man. No, but it's close. Is it really? It's close. Oh, I want to know it so bad now. I can whisper it in your ear. Yeah, tell me it. No way. Yes, swear to God. No freaking way. I swear to God that was his name. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so I I went into my checkup because I was pregnant with your sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the scale with one of the nurses. She's weighing me. And I look over and I see this incredibly good looking doctor. He's wearing a, you know, his white 
uh, coat. Mm. Actually, at the time, I didn't know who he was. And I said to the nurse, who is that? And he heard me. And you see the smile on his face. And I was saying it not because I was interested in him. It was just I was horrified that someone young and handsome is going to be looking between my legs like that. I was like, oh, no. Anyways. So you prefer only old... Well, you know, when you're young and you're, it's, it's, yeah, it was kind of like, oh my God. And then, so turns out the doctor that, that was my regular doctor, I told you his name. He was, uh, he was not on call. His associate was Mm -hmm. that particular doctor. And he ended up delivering your sister. Mm -hmm. And then months down the road when unfortunately dad and I had, separated for a a span Mm. i was in the office seeing that particular doctor because the other doctor wasn't available and he said i know of this This is the young doctor that worked for dr tush you weren't supposed to say his name but it's okay i think he's probably he's probably dead he probably is doctor still with us he's certainly not practicing anymore no probably not anyway dr tush yeah, I was like, what the hell? So this so this doctor, you know, he's checking me. He's yeah. giving me an exam. And then he says, to, he says, how are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, unfortunately, my husband and I have, have split. And he goes, you guys are talking about that while he's examining you? No, this was after. Oh, okay, okay. I was sitting like, up. Oh. And, and, yeah. and so he says to me, he says, you know, I've got a really good friend that would love to go out with you. And I never went back to him. This is not that the place. That was so weird. This is not the place. Oh. Gynecologists should never, ever, ever comment on anything like that. Because it's way too sensitive that you can't do, you have to be extremely aware of everything you're saying about the woman's health, her relationships, her body, whatever. Like, there has to be no fucking no chance that anything they can say is is being even conceived to be right. inappropriate. I never told you that. I didn't want you to get mad. Yeah, they're just going to comment on your vagina. Well, sure. Yeah, if they keep it. Yeah, that's what they should do if they have a comment about it. Yeah. No, I think you did tell me that. Did I? I, I was always suspicious of that guy. <laughs> Who you talked about frequently back then. You know, no, I I, I, look of horror. I like that. Can you freeze that look of horror there? So what are we talking about? Something that happened like 40 years ago? 40 years ago? How old do you think your mother is? Well, how how, Wait, you you said- 45 years ago. Okay, 45. That's the wrong way. You're not going with my lead there, but okay, 45 years ago. Yeah, Dr. Tush is long gone by now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was a nice man. R.I.P. to the Tush, to the Tush, to (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Fanny. Should have been a proctologist, of course. To yeah, he messed up. Didn't what was that a Seinfeld right? Where Kramer ass had man. the ass man yeah. that played yeah. the guy that was a proctologist that lost them, I think. Of course, yeah, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, dismiss all male gynecologists. Like our gynecologist that delivered Theodore and is the doctor that works with Ela. We love him. He's amazing. He's so professional. He's so knowledgeable. He's so nice. Well, that's so how we, it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never had just, but, it was but just I'll say like, I, I, like I just, I've heard even from Ela that there's a lot of, we or maybe male gynecologists, maybe they're not, I don't know. It just, there's just, 
it's too easy to creep out the the ladies. Like, Elis had a bad experience. You've had a bad experience. It seems like a lot of women have bad experience with male gynos. And maybe they're not all creeps, but maybe they just don't understand emotionally how vulnerable a woman is in that well, I don't know. That maybe situation. maybe somebody might have said, oh, well, you know, I'll go out with your friend, but not me. No, I just thought That's, that was weird. Well, I think that, that is weird. That is so weird. If I was a woman, I would be more comfortable going to a female gynecologist. And I've suggested that to mom, but she well, I, I go to, to a female oh, gynecologist About time. Now. Well, sometimes you can listen. Sometimes, you know, you got to You got to go with what's available. But like I said, I love I love the doctor that that does our uh, maternity stuff with Eli. Is it a woman or oh, a, he's a man? Guy. It's a man. Yeah, he's a guy, and he's super super professional, and nice. I'm always in there with Eli though, so <laughs> no, funny I'm very stuff. keen. On well, it. nowadays you have to have a nurse in the room. When I true, yeah no no it's true you have to have a nurse Are in you the serious? room. Mm-hmm. Yes, so then you absolutely. So it's do. cheaper to have, or well, they have to be in the room with. Women, uh, gynos. When a, when any kind of a doctor it comes into a room, oh, all doctor visits. I think are just I, gyno. I, I I think it's just men. I'm not positive. I think it's when you have sense. to remove your clothing because I know when I went to. Um, That's pretty intense. Well, I know that that. It's probably a liability thing because they get so many complaints. And like they're getting sued, and then so they're like, well, let's just have a nurse in there, someone to witness what actually happened. Right. I think yeah. it's just safer. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like a teacher. They tell the teachers you have to have the door open yeah. if it's a male teacher. Well, it's better for and, everyone, you know. Yeah, it's safer for them. So anyway, should she uh, try to? Uh, do I jump in and send the letter, or just move on with my life? Well, you know what? It sounds to me like her marriage is a little. Let's focus on that. A, a little boring, maybe. So maybe she should focus if she's feeling, you know, like she needs to spice up her marriage to get a huge dildo and fill up her No, I mean she should. That'd be a good reason to go to the OBGYN. Get a huge dildo, prolapse her anus, and then go see the OBGYN. Oh God, perfect. She needs to spice up her so marriage. Don't write if the she's letter. Not You're in fantasy land. Fucking God, don't send that letter. You'll regret that for the rest of your life. Yes. It's so embarrassing. Don't, don't send that letter. Don't send the letter. Holy shit, no. 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 And and think deeply about. Do you th- Are these legitimate questions people are I asking? I mean, listen, you don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, they seem real to me. Real people, real questions. Well, if it's Israel, don't don't send the letter and think about your life. I mean, the situation that you're even considering you're putting yourself in is so twisted. You just. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Accidentally sent my sex tape to my dad. Oh, wow. Dear Donna and Ethan, my worst nightmare happened. I accidentally sent my sex tape to my dad. I accidentally selected the wrong video when trying to send him an innocent video of my dog. Now he won't talk to me. Any advice on how to repair my relationship with him? I think she should send him a t- uh, a, a tape of uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Do, do you I remember that? that? Well, th- there, there's uh, a young girl, their babysitter. Yeah. This, Stephen Carell's in the movie. Yeah. And he has, a, he has a babysitter, and she falls in love with Stephen Carell's character. Mm-hmm. And so she takes these, these pictures, sexual pictures of her, mm-hmm. and... Somehow the father gets them instead of Stephen Carell. 
I'm listening. So, you know, it, it, the whole thing's funny. I mean, accidents can happen. I don't, I don't know, though. Like a really graphic sex tape. I mean, that's a lot. And I, I, by the way, I don't know how conservative your dad is. I don't know how old you are. Does he know that you're sexually active? Is he against uh, premarital? Like there's a lot of veritables that can make this worse on a sliding scale. Obviously, listen, I learned at a very young age, you cannot keep pictures and videos like that just on your phone. It's it's Oh, yeah, that's way risky. Liability. Too much liability, man. Yeah. How many situations in your daily life? Forget accidentally texting your dad uh, a sex tape. Oh, you could do it to your Just boss. opening your vid- your thing or you're on Instagram and you're posting it. I mean, there's a million ways you can right. expose yourself like that. And right. I just, you got to be more careful than that. Uh, how do you re- repair your relationship with him? Time. Yeah, time, exactly. Time, time. heals he'll get all over wounds. It. But I mean, he'll he get will. Yeah, I, Time. There's really nothing to do, but if just he say, loves, if he loves her, it, he just needs to, you know. Yeah, he'll get over it. Yeah, I mean, it might be something just like I'm, you know, just say I'm so sorry you had to see that. Again, I don't know how much more plays into it. I don't know if he's like upset that you're not married or that you're too young to be having sex. You know what I mean? But just I'm so sorry you had to see that. I'm just so embarrassed, and uh, I just want to give you space and time to. Uh, to you know process it right right and then you could send him a picture of a prolapsed anus and say it could be worse <laughs> could be worse could be worse see i could have done this right. Yeah. <laughs> i'm assuming there wasn't a prolapsed anus in the video i don't know there's no details uh yeah i was gonna say could they send us the video and we'll we'll give our opinion but i'm not gonna say that yeah don't yeah that's if you do not send the video, we will not review it. <laughs> we will we will delete it. It's no, I'm serious. Team Skeet. I'm not soliciting that, Dad. <laughs> That's not good. Erase. That's just not that funny, thing. right? What was the, what was that from? It's not funny. Oh, I know. That's a stern. It's not Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. It's not fun. It's, it's not, not funny, funny. Howard. <laughs> okay. Um, With peace and love. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, what was on the sex tape, right? Like, how much did he watch? I mean, you shouldn't. He should have just closed it immediately. And I think how old is he she? Might that's have, a very know. critical. Yeah, like, if she's fifteen, oh my god, that's trouble. If she's, you know, then someone's married ready to die. or not someone's living about at home. To get killed. Well, that's what was in Crazy Stupid Love—the fact that she was so young and sending it to a man that was old enough to be her father. But it was funny. Mm, it was a funny bit. Funny. No, it was. It was a funny bit. I mean, that sounds. I'm sure that was funny. This doesn't though. And he never actually saw the pictures because they were intercepted by her dad. The wife, the, her mother saw them. All right, one more here coming at you. My boyfriend wants us to be swingers. Hi, Don and Ethan. My boyfriend explained to me that he would love to invite people into the bedroom. Our sex life is great, but he opened up and explained how it's his fantasy to have a threesome with me or group sex, and he's really into the idea of being cuckolded. We're in a committed, loving relationship. We live together, have a dog, and plan to get married one day. He says, I'm the only one for him, but he wants to explore sexually as a couple. I don't feel quite ready to do this, and I don't know if I ever will be. Am I not being open-minded enough? He's the man of my dreams, but I didn't know that he would want this type of stuff. I don't think he will leave me, but it's my fear that if I don't give him a chance to explore this, he won't want to marry me. What do I do? Don't do it. Don't do it. You're not ready? Don't do it. I think maybe he's bisexual. 
And this is what? his way of being able to fill a need, maybe? Mm, well, I don't... Or he's... I don't know. Voyeuristic, obviously. Yeah, I mean, more voyeur. I don't know that I would make any assumptions about his sexuality based on this, but... Um, I think maybe if he wants to bring other people or have sex with other people, it's his way of not of saying, well, look, we don't have to break up and I don't have to feel guilty if I bring people in the bed. Then, you know, maybe for her, the sex life is great, but maybe for him, something's missing. Clearly something's missing for him. But if you're not comfortable, you should never do something you're not comfortable with. I'll just tell you right now, if it makes you uncomfortable, if you don't like the idea, do not do it. Do not do it. Do not be peer pressured to do it. Don't ever do things that you're going to regret, especially sexual things, because those are the kinds of things that can leave scars and regrets on people, unlike many other things. And you're in a relationship with someone that's supposed to understand and trust you and care about you. So if you tell him, I don't want to do this, I'm not ready into it, I'm not into it, it makes me uncomfortable, then, you know, he needs to respect that. Otherwise, mom's going to be smashing that button. That's right. Dump him. Dump him. Yeah. No, you're, everything you said is... And the truth like, is, from what I've heard about these kind of polyg pol polygamous uh, things, is that, like, it's it always goes south. It yeah. always goes south because, uh, listen... <clears throat> well, I think a lot of married couples... Well, not... I mean, the married couples that decide they want to bring someone else mm -hmm. in the bedroom, it's pretty much the last stop before they end up splitting up. I think so, too. Uh, you know, it's... How can you not feel jealousy you you will i mean maybe people get a thrill out of the feeling of jealousy and still knowing that you've been allowed to sit in the room so it's not like they're cheating on you i don't know if that's a thing but um i just think you're well, just inviting trouble well usually it, again based on my limited understanding of these types of relationships it's usually one person that wants to do it and they drag the other person along and one person that's that that's not satisfied in the relationship for whatever reason, sexually right. or emotionally even, and they hide it, say it's a sexual thing, but maybe it's something else. And um, it's going to it's going to fissure. Uh, it's going to prolapse the relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's going to fissure and prolapse the relationship. <sighs> so, like, just say you're not comfortable. And if he is the man of your dreams that you want to marry, he will totally respect that boundary, you know. If it, maybe it's something that, you, that you'll come to understand and actually want, and that's a day where you can do it with him when you have a place of understanding or respect and uh, bound, and you have clear boundaries. But until that day comes, and it may never come, if this is, we're talking about merit, mer having a threesome is like, compared to a healthy marriage is like a grain of sand. I mean, you have to keep things in context. Like you're talking about sex is like eating fast food. It's like, it, it's fun. It, I mean, well, not always, but like something like a threesome, it's like fun and, it, and, and you enjoy the experience. But at the end of the day, the next day it's meaningless. It's fleeting. So it, you're talking about the health of a, of a marriage. I mean, that's way, way bigger and more important than just some stupid night of fun on threesome, which is literally just fast food for, sexual uh gratification so it should not matter to him no i he's he, clearly something is missing in in for him in the relationship i mean he might really love her but yet she does not do it for him in in bed maybe he thinks he's a butterfly or maybe he thinks he's a butterfly <laughs>
Yeah. So just say no, man. Yeah. Got to be mutual. If she can't say, I'm really not into this now, he needs to drop it at that point. Yeah. And by the way, asking another man to come into the bedroom and, and have sex with you while he watches. Uh, That's why I thought. Asking a lot of you, you know. That's why I thought maybe he was bisexual. I think some psychiatrists say that, that cuckolds have, uh, you know, uh, uh, really underlying potential gay issues there, which. Well, I, but listen, th- whatever. I mean, he can be bisexual and still marry her. It doesn't yeah, matter if he's yeah. bisexual or not. Um, I, but I don't know what's his sexuality. But, um, you know. It's asking a lot of you to be like, I want you to have sex with another guy. And in his mind, he's like, oh, what a great opportunity. Why wouldn't you want to do that? But like, you know, it's like, excuse me, who is this guy? I'm in a committed relationship for a reason, you know. Yeah, I I personally couldn't do something like that, but, you know. Dump him. Well, I mean, if she's that afraid that he's going to leave her. No, that's not a dump him situation. How secure is is that relationship? She needs to just be honest and tell him. And if he says, no, I, I have to have he, it. Well, what's going to happen is he'll keep bringing it up and he'll keep pushing you. And then he'll, he's going to make you uncomfortable to the point of probably coercing you to do it or you're going to leave. So just know that that's either he's going to be like, OK, you know, all good. He's a good guy. He wants to marry you. and he, Or he's going to start coercing you to the point where you have to decide. Like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh, you haven't? Mm-mm. I think every woman <laughs> has seen that You like movie. that movie? It was fun. The first one. The other ones were horrible, in my opinion. Well, that's about all we've got today. How long have we been going, Dan? Uh, I think close to 90 minutes. It's hard. We had to stop and start a lot. My clock is kind of messed up. But Anything, any farting words for the uh, Butterfly Nation? Oh, my mom's on Cameo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why don't you guys check before we go? Oh, let's see. Because we, we launched it right it before out. we started. We yeah. tweeted it out. It's cameo.com slash Donna underscore Klein. My dad was fighting for his own cameo. Dad, do you want... But uh, I was like, well, you guys should do it together. It's a better proposition. I think so. But dad, my dad wants his own... No, uh, I'm, I'm flexible. And, you're flexible. Uh, quite handy with a pocket knife also. But I, I, what does I, that mean? <laughs> you can be stabbing, stabbing reference, motions. A reference to her. That might be good if you're like, "Hey, Gary, yeah. can you pretend to stab me <laughs> through the phone?" My my boyfriend wants to have a threesome. Can you put his face on a beach ball and stab it for me? Hmm. Something like I that. that. This I, is Twitter. Everyone's like, "Here, let me let here. Me, I'll check." Yeah, my mom's in some trouble here trying to figure this out, but we'll get through it. And I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Howard. One of my uh, ombre buddies from my our time in Mexico, who is has COVID and is in a hospital in Mexico, mm. uh, receiving oxygen. So uh, hopefully he will be getting out of there soon and uh, back on the road to recovery. Yeah, get well, Howard. Howard, let's go. Come on, pull through. He's yep. gonna, yeah, yeah. That's hopefully tough. he'll be he'll be fine. Um. Mom, by the way, as a little side note here, you have one, two, three, four, five, six cameos. Oh, wow. We completed one together. Okay. Mom is about to get put. You're, it's not even about the money. It's about spreading the butterfly love. Yeah. No, $50. I, think I think it's fun. Should I do one right here? On you want to the... do one on the show? Should yeah, let's do it on the show. Right, so my thing with my mom is when I do these. Here, let's see. Okay. 
I keep the camera on her too long, and oh, it makes like, me well, crazy when funny. you do that. <laughs> she said, "So, so uh, Jake says, Donna, you are our monarch butterfly queen. Thank you for being you. Oh, and you raised a good son. So oh, this guy, you. so Jake likes me. Good. Don't we could be talking right? about Sean. He he's asking for. Oh, that's true. He could be saying <laughs> Sean. No, he's talking about Ethan. Sean doesn't have the podcast, right?" So that's a good guess. I don't have he, any. He says, can you give me a piece of life advice that has helped you in your life? So this is for uh, your boy, your boy, Jake. Okay, you ready? So you click this Wait, so here. this is the one about he wants me to give him advice? Yeah, he wants life advice. Life advice. Yeah, wow. So here we go. This one's from Jake. How old is he? doesn't say anything. It doesn't say Okay. Anything. So. Okay, ready? Wait. Okay. Click. Oh, okay. okay. Go ahead. All right. And. Okay, go ahead. Hi, Jake. It's Donna on H3 Families. And uh, you said you wanted some life advice. I'm not sure. Ethan's better advice than I am, I think. But I think that you should just take one day at a time, enjoy your life, and just live take it to one the... One day at a time. Just, you know, live mm. your life to the fullest. And as far as careers go... Oh, <laughs> Well, okay. Mm -hmm. As far as careers go, just do what you love and don't chase the money because if you do what you love, you'll be great at it and the money will just find you. So that's my advice. Just enjoy life. My mom used to tell me, she said, if you want to be a garbage man, be the best garbage <laughs> man you can. And I was like, well, I don't know how much potential because she goes, the money will always follow you. So if you want to be a garbage man, be the best garbage man. I was like, well, I don't know that the money will follow that. Well, you know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You, you, could, you could invent something to make garbage uh, pick up easier. All right. Well, right. So uh, anyway, so you want to sign off? What do you mean? Just say oh. thanks. Oh. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake, for, for asking for my advice. Take care. Ciao. Do I just push this? No, no, no. Oh. What do, I do? what do I do? Ethan, you're doing that again. <laughs> okay, so that was all included. And that's 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 a good value right there. The ending is my favorite when Okay, great. So there you go. You just sent a cameo and oh, uploading. Okay. So Donna <laughs> underscore a good start. Yeah. Fun, right? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I hope I can do this myself. When I go back. Well, if you, I'll, I'll help you more. Okay. If you need help, call me. Dad, okay. Dad's pretty savvy. Once, once I, once I get going, I'll, I'll figure. But it I think out. you guys should do it together, Dad. I'd like to do that. It's a better, together. it's a better value prop. Maybe. I mean, if someone requests it, if you know, I was a fan, I would be perfectly happy just having the lovely oh, butterfly please. lady. So you're oh, afraid yeah. that so you're afraid by being in her video, you're going to lower the value of it. It's possible. No, 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 no. You're too kind. I think of us as Chinese food, sweet and sour. Chinese food. And then hungry in an hour. And hungry in an hour. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we're the yin and the yang. It's it's well, fun. You're funny. Until then, guys, thank you so much for watching. Yay, butterflies. Mom, the monarch, the donarch. <laughs> Are you, is that stuck? Oh, my uh -huh. God, Ethan, you always make these weird faces. What did I do? How could such a handsome face make himself look so goofy? What did I do? Ethan. 
All right, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for watching. watching. And obviously, there's no pre-recording, so smash that like button. Uh, I like these antlers. I think I want to keep them.